This podcast is sponsored by No Issue. So one thing that's really lovely is when I get messages from people saying how beautiful the packaging is when their order arrives. And that's all thanks to my beautiful No Issue custom tissue paper. I do think that's a really lovely thing about buying from a small business. They put so much effort into the packaging and it's just a lovely experience opening the product. No Issue have everything from custom tissue, stickers, tape, stamps, cards and compostable mailers. They really do have everything you need to up your packaging game. Hello and welcome to the Out of Ink podcast with myself, Bea Baranoska and Molly Lemon. This is the podcast where two anxious creatives talk openly and honestly about life as an artist. And why don't I just copy and paste that every week? Not sure. But it's, quite, <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably nice that it's got authenticity. Like it's got, you know, sounds a little bit different each week. Yeah, but what the listeners don't know is that we have to give it at least two goes every time although you did do that first time so well done and last time I did it first time because I know that off by heart now good so yeah <laughs> it's been this is a low energy start here it's been such a bad week but we're not gonna come here with bad energy are we the thing is I I've spent most of the day thinking it's Friday which oh, is you? really yeah which is really depressing because it's Thursday yeah yeah, that is depressing. So it's even worse for you now. So I've got, like, another day of the week from hell, yeah. <laughs> it's been really bad. I was thinking, we don't want to come here every week and be miserable <laughs> because no-one will want to listen to that. So I thought what we could do is mm. we need to talk about what's happened because, you know, a bit of therapy and just yeah. be honest. But maybe if we each have one minute and fit as much miserable stuff into a minute and then we'll move on. Okay. Have you got a timer? Right, yeah, I'm looking at a timer now. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. I lost the best illustration that I had drawn all year. I just accidentally deleted it off Procreate. And FYI, you can't recover deleted files from Procreate, so it's gone. Cried about it for about two hours. Spent about two hours researching how to get it back. Awful. Uh, then there's housing stress. Uh, had two viewings booked for Saturday. One of them has sold, so they cancelled the viewing. Oh, I didn't God. even tell yeah, you that. I, I saved that. This is well. Keep going. Go over You've only got another. Oh no. And the other one, the other house. Love it, but it's already got four offers. And she was like, "Oh, you can come and see it, but I'll be honest with you, it's already got four offers." So uh, yeah, great. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> you forgot one thing though, and you've still got twenty seconds. Oh, Margot's leg is broken again. Yeah. Well, not not but actually. No. But she can't walk. But last week, I was praising about how great it was that Margot was better and that, you know, we were back to full health. And then she went and got another limp and hasn't been able to walk for a week. Ding, ding, ding. That was a minute. Oh, didn't that feel good? I mean, I'm, I feel extra stressed that <laughs> I had to talk through it so quickly. I did just picture us, because I know we've both had really awful times, so that we just, for the whole podcast, talk about how sad we were. And I just thought... That, that can't happen. We've got to somehow condense this. Do we get another minute to debrief? For instance, okay. the house oh, that God. has now sold is the one that you loved? The oh, one no. that you were really excited about? Yeah, gone. Oh, no. Gone. That is sad. I know. 
Oh. Well, well, no, no, because we're going to have a housing segment, surely. We'll have to. I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's going to get sadder and sadder every week. Okay. Uh, oh, how did you have a time? Ta- you have to time yourself. Okay. <laughs> so, shall I go? You've Yeah, you've got a minute starting now. So, Friday morning, framing machine broke. I was already stressed about getting ready for the show and now I can't make any frames. Um... Then my weekend, my whole weekend got cancelled. Both my parents got COVID. Then we thought Sam got COVID. He didn't. He's just got a cold. And then <laughs> something, <laughs> something really, really terrible happened a few days ago that I'm not going to talk about. Work-related, and I don't think I'm ever, ever, ever going to get over it. And ever since, I've had butterflies and I can't sleep and life is just awful. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hey, I fit that into way less time than you. Does that mean my week's been better? Yeah, you win. Do you want a medal? Uh, I've been slightly less anxious this week, medal. I, no, honestly, I haven't, though. I've never cried so much in my life. I've cried mm. for so many hours. I went to bed the other night just crying. Just cried myself to sleep. Accumulatively, we've probably cried all week. <laughs> I know. It's been, it's been awful. And I just thought, like, we said we were having a bad time last week when we recorded. And I didn't know what a bad time was until this week. Yeah, we were at all. I'm so sad. I just can't think about the fact that I lost the illustration. Because if I stop and think about it and talk to you about it now, I will just cry again. I, I know what you mean. I was literally an hour ago crying. Because <laughs> I was talking to Sam about the thing that happened a few days ago. And <laughs> then I was like, he made me laugh because I realised it was all out of my control. But it was the worst thing ever. And then... Sad you can't talk about it. People are going to be like, what's happened? Yeah, no, well, terrible things. Anyway, I just <laughs> was, like, laughing and then I was just crying. And it's been, like, oh, two days no. now and I'm still not... I just... I don't think life will ever be the same. And I know that Awful. sounds dramatic. And I hope I listen back in a year and think, what was I even worried about? But mm-hmm. actually, I can't talk about it anymore. We're going to have to move on because life's, life's too hard. Move on, move on. You, you've gone over your minute anyway. <laughs> scale of the week it was molly's choice this week it was a terrible choice well she's chosen sandwiches gonna be honest i don't eat sandwiches a lot no i don't like sandwiches at all i think they're horrible <laughs> what did you pick sandwiches i was just thinking of the I, I know i threw a load of things at you and you they were that was your top one so you know i liked it let's let's roll with it you go first okay well bearing in mind I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast in the curry section. Uh, oh, wait, this is my worst sandwich. I'm starting with the worst because I've started with the worst. I feel like I know what this is. Well, I thought I knew what it was until you said it was to do with curry. My worst sandwich would be chicken tikka. Horrible. Mm. Because I used to eat them all the time at school. It's like the only thing I ate and now I can't even look at it. I thought you were going to say fish finger sandwich purely because oh once gosh. I told you I yeah once I told you I had a fish finger sandwich and Molly was repulsed by it and I was like oh. right well she's obviously putting that at one I don't know what to do <laughs> now change your answer <laughs> yeah I had the worst fish finger sandwich I've ever had and I've only ever had one and I felt so unwell <laughs> I had it in a pub and it was it was bad I really thought you were going to go with that story well I d- it, it wasn't like a normal sandwich I guess I didn't didn't think it was sandwich you know when i was googling sandwiches just now trying to come up with some <laughs> you didn't google I did. sandwiches. and it wasn't very helpful but do you know what the uk's best like voted sandwich like their, their number one favorite in the uk like ham burgers 
It's not a sandwich. I know. It's just not a sandwich. I know, it's a burger. But it's the top rated sandwich in the UK. Wow, that sums up the UK, I think. It's all wrong, isn't it? <laughs> um. Anyway, so chicken tikka slash fish finger sandwich, but that particular fish finger sandwich, because it was awful. <laughs> um, and then my best day ever, number 10, least anxious day, was, and my notes are underneath my recording device, so I'm going to have to remember this. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those weeks, isn't it? Oh, egg and crass. Oh, that's your favourite? Yeah, with like loads of crass. I don't like just egg on its own, but that crust is just delightful. Interesting. And then I don't know why it's the cheapest sandwich. Wherever you go, it's the cheapest one, and I always feel very lucky that it's my favourite. Lovely. <laughs> and today... I mean, to be honest, today I'm I'm nearly at chicken tikka. And last week I said it was a two, and there's no way I was a two last week. I didn't know what two meant last week. <laughs> Honestly. I've got such bad anxious butterflies just f- from life. Um, mm. Today, ham sandwich. That's a two, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a two. I ruined that, didn't I? Not because, like, so I don't eat meat, but I quite like ham. So I wouldn't normally put it at a two, but I hate ham with butter. Horrible. <laughs> So it's made it a two. I'm pretty sure a ham sandwich is up there with the nation's favourites. Well, they shouldn't put butter with it. This butter <laughs> doesn't go with some things, and ham is one of them. Did you know? Do you mm. like Marmite? I love Marmite. Do you have butter with your Marmite? Yeah. Because Adam's always like, no, no, Marmite must be had on its own. No. And if we ever have crumpets, mm. and he makes me a crumpet and he forgets the butter, it's just absolutely awful. That's dry. Horrible. <laughs> no, he just some reason thinks that butter and marmite no, don't work, you they need go hand in hand. Loads of butter with your marmite. Mm. I'd say more butter than the more yeah. butter than the marmite. Otherwise, it's too strong and dry. He's wrong. I'm glad we agree. Yeah, on one thing. <laughs> so, what's your anxiety scale? And you should do it right and start with ten. Unlike me. Okay, ten best sandwich ever, least anxious day, mm-hmm. having a great time. Some sort of combination of like grilled halloumi pesto rocket. Mmm, lovely. Horrible. <laughs> you wait until you hear number one. I just hate halloumi like more than anything. I think that we discussed this in the cheese scale. Yeah, but you're just wrong about it because halloumi is life. Moving on. Number one, you're going to love this. Egg mayonnaise. Mmm, it's tasty. <laughs> Why is that number one? Because I like eggs, but there's no place for them in sandwiches. And also, egg mayonnaise sandwiches smell so bad that the smell alone mm. puts me off them. They they are, like, yeah. You don't want to be sent to school with an egg mayo sandwich. <laughs> Wait, did you write egg mayo or egg and crust? I wrote egg mayonnaise. So egg mayo sandwich is, like, a seven... But if you add crass, it's a 10. <laughs> they're the same thing. No, they're the same thing. No. What are you today? So I raised myself a two again. Hmm. But as you say, last week we definitely weren't twos and this week we definitely are. So am I going to guess what your number two is? Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm going to say something like a BLT. No, because I don't eat bacon anymore. I did like bacon. Mm. I reckon the BLT would be a five, if not a six. I liked bacon as well. I was almost going to put it as a ten. I've put steak sandwich because I was researching it and I was like... That sounds horrible. Surely that's a burger. Well, yeah, you can have it as a sandwich, but you're quite right. Surely that is a burger. (laughs) 
Can I still have it on my sandwich scale, please? You can, but don't you like burgers? Yeah, but steak, there's something about it. Think about it, think Mm. about it. Big bit of steak Mm -hmm. in normal bread without all the burger relishes. Horrible. I don't like how bread has like has no i want to say backbone but that is not the right word <laughs> like you, you push it and it just flattens into nothing has yeah, no structure and oh i really hate sandwiches they're just I, I, a lunch for me cannot be a sandwich it has to be like a salad or i agree i thought i was gonna sound really extra saying that i don't eat sandwiches so luckily you've come in and you've out extra me <laughs> so thanks well what would you have instead are you one of these people that like i don't like sandwiches but i'll have a wrap i could go for a wrap no i hate wraps the only sandwiches i really like and i didn't put in the scale because i just thought it's not really a sandwich it's like if you fill it with peanut butter and jam or chocolate that's spread. a sandwich that could definitely be a sandwich oh well i have to rewrite the whole scale then Oh, okay. I think we've talked about sandwiches for too long now. (laughs) Move on. So, this week, we're talking about to-do lists and scheduling your day. Thank you so much if you sent us in questions for us to answer. Yeah, well, we'll fit in as many as we can, but with this condensed time, although we were saying there's so much to talk about today, it probably won't end up being a 30-minute podcast. There were quite a few questions that overlapped as well. So if we don't answer your specific question, hopefully we still answer something that is relevant to you. Right. Question number one. Yeah. Do you start with enjoyable slash easy tasks to give you a boost or do you get the hard tasks out of the way? Uh, I do the easy ones and ignore the hard <laughs> ones and then I get really, really stressed. Mm. I think it depends how I'm feeling because it can feel really good to bash out a few hours of accounts and taxes and just Mm. know that that's done and and it's out of the way. And then you can move on to the creative stuff. But also sometimes I need to be creative in order to feel good about myself and the day. So if I start with some drawing, which is like an easier, more enjoyable task, then I might feel like, you know, I'm up for some taxes. Mm. I literally like some days write down like walk Winnie and then I tick it off (laughs) when I get back and I'm like yep did that that's like writing don't forget to breathe (laughs) (laughs) I know but it just makes me feel good okay what because you've got one thing you can definitely tick off well yeah and then I'll put walk Winnie twice because I walk her twice a day (laughs) you know I don't actually know how you stretch your day I'm excited to find out are you well Mm. stay tuned Do you lump similar tasks together or do you break up your day with admin and production? I'd rather do an hour of taxes Mm. than five minutes of taxes five times throughout the day. Mm. I find some days I wake up and for some reason I want to do my taxes. And this happens (laughs) approximately twice a month. So then I'll just take advantage of that and I'll sit down and I'll do all my admin and I'll feel really good about doing all my emails. And then for the next two weeks, I'll avoid all those tasks and get really, really stressed about them and just do creative stuff. So I think I like, I definitely won't mix creative and admin in a day if I can help it. Okay, number three. How do you address avoidance tricks? I guess this is asking how to not procrastinate. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pass that one over to you because I'm going to procrastinate and not answer it. I I mean, I'm not the right person to answer this at the moment because I am so easily distracted and I check right move approximately every five minutes. I think the answer is 
put your phone in another room. Mm-hmm. If you if like Instagram or texting or whatever is distracting you. But the thing is, that wouldn't work for me or Molly because we voice note all day. And uh, I need her to voice note me so that, you know, I can get through the day. <laughs> also, like you could put your phone away, but procrastination, I feel like is... I got an email on Monday morning. It's now Thursday night and I haven't replied <laughs> and it's really urgent and I still haven't done mm. it. But I've done other tasks that are not urgent, like just nice, easy tasks, packaging up my cards for shops. So that's procrastination. I'm still taking something off my to-do list, but I didn't need to do that. So yeah. I feel like even with your phone out of the room, it's so easy to procrastinate and just choose the easy task. That's like when I was just really not feeling like doing very much, but I knew I had to be in something. I was just doing my not on the high street listings and like updating words and stuff. And it's just not urgent at all. Mm. And I really should have been doing something a bit more exciting, but my brain just couldn't cope with anything more than just click, 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 type, click. Yeah. So. Well, I was doing some research because I thought we could talk about how bad we are at doing our to-do lists and scheduling our days. Um, but, you know, want to learn something here. So I found a thing that said you should put your to-dos into... Is that what they're called? To-dos? Tasks. Yeah, your tasks. tasks. Into two categories. So write down all your tasks and then put them into high priority groups and low priority groups and then kind of discard the low priority ones for that day and pull out a few from the high priority and work through Mm. them and I think if you've got too much on your to-do list in a day you're gonna feel overwhelmed and not know where to start so just pull like three or four things off that list the high priority list and then work through them I read something online that says you should only ever set yourself three to five tasks a day Mm. because if you set yourself over that then you're setting yourself up for failure yeah. Um, especially if they're big tasks, then it's better to achieve little tasks that you know are doable in a day than feel like you've let yourself down. I literally don't think I've ever ticked off all my tasks because I always put everything I need to do in my whole yeah. life on there. And then I do like three of them and I feel like I haven't finished my day. I'll give you a good tip here, and it's something I do. Mm. So instead of writing a to do list for the day, mm. I write a to do list for the week. And then I drag tasks from the week onto the day, Mm -hmm. on the day that I think are manageable. And then if I only set, you know, three or four, then I might be able to do it. Whereas if I was going to do the whole week, it's just impossible. Yeah, good tip. It's a similar advice to what Adam gave me, where he said he sets himself four categories for less a day. Number one, important and urgent. Number two, important. Number three, urgent. And number four, neither. Mm. So you've got important and urgent, then important and then urgent. But surely urgent is more important than important. Yeah, I said that to him and he said no, because important something like an email that has to go that morning. Mm. And urgent is something like someone's emailed him and said, can you join in on this conference? Mm. And he'll say, no, I can't because I've got to send this important email. So he's got to reply to the urgent task, but he's got to do the important one first so confusing i'm confused but take up with adam (laughs) (laughs) no i think it's it's similar isn't it? it's helpful it's like things are important aren't necessarily needing to be done that day Mm. next question Mm -hmm. do you ever not make a to-do list and just work off the top of your head uh i don't just because i love writing to-do lists because it helps me feel less anxious because i think if i've got like something i need to do if i don't write it down i'm constantly thinking i must not forget that but if i write it Mm. down then i know i at least don't have to keep it in my head 
So I yeah. always have to-do lists on my phone and, like, everywhere. I think sometimes I don't, but it's, it will be, like, a really quiet week where I don't have any deadlines or anything that needs to be done. And then, then I can just work on off the top of my head what I want to do but it's still useful to work to write down because even if it's not a specific deadline I might have a specific illustration in my head that I need to write somewhere so you know I don't lose it from my brain I honestly write so many lists they're just everywhere and then I can't throw them away because I don't know if they're still important so I just have stacks of lists uh I write lists on my phone notes more than anywhere else Mm. because I always have that with me that brings us on to, do you use any specific apps or programs for list making or just scribble things down? Uh, so yeah, so I use I use notes for things that I'm thinking about while I'm out and about, but I highly recommend a program called Trello, which is a list making app. Um, mm. And it's so good. So basically you have things called boards. Mm-hmm. You have as many boards as you want. And within the boards, you have lists. And you can drag the list around based on priority. So say you've got one list that on one day is top priority, but then the next day you're like, no, no, no. You can just drag it down. So is that on your phone or on your computer? Both, but I use it on my computer because then I get it up on my big screen. And it's like having a massive to-do list pad, but mm. on the computer. And, yeah, I live by it. I really like it. And you can set each board with a different background which is quite inspiring so I have my to-do list one has like a really nice pattern on it that I sometimes change um and it's really user-friendly and you can take that from a total technophobe who doesn't really know how to use anything until I heard that question I hadn't thought that there were apps you could use so my answer is no I have notes on my phone for like if I'm in bed or out in the car or something and I don't have my notepad I'll um write it on there and then put it onto my notepad on my desk I use like a weekly planner and also B has designed a lovely weekly planner so I'm just gonna plug her her (laughs) products I I use both I do I do also use yeah you're not using your own product I do, I do do that as well, but um, there's so much on my Trello. It's mm. basically planning out my month, maybe, rather yeah. than my day, whereas my weekly planner is just enough space for planning out maybe more about thoughts and processes throughout the day rather yeah. than a to-do list. See, I really like physically getting a pen and ticking things off and using mm. different colours, so I guess it's whatever works for you. Do you like putting a line through something that you've yeah put a line through or if i'm feeling really organized i'd put a little box at the end of each thing and i'll tick the box (laughs) dig it off yeah yeah the only thing i don't like about trello is you can't tick things off you just delete them you just remove them when they're done yeah which is fine i was upset at first but it's fine you You can just delete them yeah what time of day are you most productive okay i would say the morning Mm. but as i as i was thinking that I thought sometimes I have this weird sort of 4pm boost. I was thinking about this and I don't think I've got an answer because I'm one of these people that like like the mornings and really like mm. sometimes like getting up early and I also really like staying up late. So I don't think I'm like a morning or an evening person. I think mm. it depends on the day. The thing is, I can't choose when I'm going to be creative or when I'm going to really feel like being creative because I've been known to get really stuck into a drawing like, mm. just before dinner and then having to rush back to it after eating. And, and, like, usually I don't really like to work my evenings if I don't have to. But if you're really in the mood for drawing and you're feeling really creative, you kind of have to just go with it. 
Yeah, it's not something you can force when you're feeling creative. You just kind of got to make the most of it. And also, when you're feeling like doing your taxes, you just got to do your taxes. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely got to harness when you feel like doing taxes. <laughs> Don't let that one slide by. The thing is, you can force yourself to do your taxes and still do them well, but you can't force yourself to be creative and still do it well. Because no. I find if I force it, then I, it goes so wrong. Yeah, definitely. Right, next question. Do you schedule in breaks for the day or do you just take them when you need them? I don't I don't schedule in regimented breaks. I think that your body tells you when it's time to stretch your legs or make a cup of tea, etc. See, I was going to say, I mean, you might not call it a break, but you take a lunch. You take lunch hour? Yeah, because Adam takes a lunch hour. So we usually eat lunch, then take Margaret out for Frisbee, and that's about an hour. And then Adam goes back to work, so I'm like, great, I'll go back to work now. It's just quite nice. I like having that break in the middle of the day. I don't really know why you don't take a lunch break. It helps reset my productivity in a way. Like, I I get to just put the morning away, Mm. have a little reboot. And then come back to what I was doing. Well, I only started stopping for lunch maybe towards the end of last year. So before that, Sam doesn't take lunch. He eats at his desk. He doesn't get time for lunch. Sam, that's so bad. And I always got food and brought it up. So my breakfast I'd bring up and i normally eat it at my desk or on my floor. And lunch I'd always <laughs> eat on my floor because I didn't <laughs> want to get food on the desk where all my prints are. So um, well, they were my breaks. And I'd walk the dog twice a day, but I'd never take a break unless I decided that month to do like gardening for half an hour a day but then Mm. that would normally like fall by the wayside when I was like I'm too busy for this I can't do (laughs) it but recently I've been eating my breakfast at the dining table that's a breakthrough and my lunch there and I don't take a break in terms of I only sit there as long as it takes me to eat my lunch but it does Mm. mean I don't end up with loads of like bowls and cups upstairs yeah well, I just feel proud of myself that for the last, I don't know, six months, I haven't worked the evenings. Well done. Well done. Now you need to just tackle weekends. Yeah, I know. Your work-life balance will be... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to work on that. I am. B, do you have any more tips about uh, your to-do list? I think my top tip is maybe make more than one list. I like mm. having multiple lists to look through and be able to switch around and prioritize different things uh what about you what are your top tips i think my top tip would be to break things down so i'm really worried about getting ready for craft festival cheltenham in three weeks and um instead of right get ready for the craft festival i'd probably put that as a title and then break down exactly what i need what Mm. i need to do what i need to buy what i need to arrange and then it's more achievable I'm quite relieved today because it's been day today. But me and Sam discussed the fact that there's going to be a storm tonight. I mean, now we don't have to put the bins out. And it's like a little win in a terrible week. Is that a win? Does that not mean you have to get up early and in a storm put your bins out? No, we're just going to just not do the bins this week. We're having a week (laughs) off. I love that you hate the bins so much that you'd rather keep a whole week's worth of rubbish than than just maybe a bin blow away a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just went to a co-op just now and people are panic buying because of the storm. And I just think... What, one day of storm? Yeah, we've got a culture now of panic buying. <laughs> and every time there's a little bit of news about something, people are like, grab the bread. 
and grab the milk. I was surprised to hear that the storm's going to be so bad that they've closed all the local schools around me for tomorrow. Kids just getting a free day off. I would have loved that as a kid. I know. Do you think people will like this weather report four days after it's happened? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I know we talked about it at the beginning, but dare I ask you... I mean, I can't ask you, have you bought a house, but how's it, how's the terrible house search going? It's, ter- it's terrible. I think since we talked about it last week, there's been zero houses I've been interested in. Well, no, you did view two houses on Monday. Oh, here's what happened. Mm. Molly managed to manipulate me to moving my search from Dorset to Devon. I don't know how she managed it. I did. But she found a house, sent it to me, and managed to send me on a two-hour drive to a cottage in (laughs) Devon. That's totally the wrong location. You can't blame me for you just being easily led. (laughs) So, it was a really, really nice cottage, but it was... A, not bigger than my current house. B, not near the sea. And C, nowhere near my parents, uh, which are my three kind of priorities for moving. God, I'm so convincing, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Basically, Molly, you, you could be a, a door-to-door salesman. Oh, I couldn't. My social anxiety would not allow for that. <laughs> anyway, no, on a more serious note, that was kind of mid-Devon. We've decided that is too far, but... We have decided to extend the search to East Devon. No. Because the houses that I'm seeing at the weekend, well, no, (laughs) I'm not seeing them anymore, but (laughs) I was going to be going to East Devon. Um, Yeah, because that's still within reach of... You've literally lost the will, haven't you? Like, I you can't even broke. talk about it anymore. I can't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay, oh. I'm sorry. It's it's depressing and I feel really bad that I said by this week you would have bought a house. <laughs> what do you predict for next week? Uh, we both would have had a complete breakdown, deleted our social <laughs> medias and never come out again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I honestly feel like doing that. I won't but I feel like doing that. Adam had such a meltdown about houses today that he found a house that was five minutes down the road from us and was like, oh, this is really nice. Let's buy this one. I'm like, no, we can't move from Radstock to Radstock. (laughs) God, Adam, what is wrong with you? The last two nights, I've been woken up in the night by scratching. And everywhere I move... No matter what time of year, rats follow me. (laughs) And we have a rat (laughs) trying to burrow into our house at the moment. And it is terrifying. Oh no. Yeah, it's bad. The first night was like really loud scratching and Winnie was barking. And I was like, Winnie, be quiet. (laughs) And then I realised she was barking at something. And it was like, must have been a massive rat eating our house. Like it was, it wasn't in our house. It was trying to get in our house. So I ran downstairs and I opened and closed the back door. And it didn't care that I was there. Like, it is a scary monster rat. And then the next night, it was munching, but, like, slightly softer. Like, it had got through the hardcore of the house and was getting further in. And I was scared <laughs> to go to sleep. <laughs> Have you got a monster, like, a, a huge rat? Yeah, Sam saw it, like, a couple of weeks ago. And he warned me because he knows how scared I am of them. Like, if I see a rat, I would just burst into tears. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, he saw it and he was like, just so you know, there's a massive rat and it must be that one that's eating our house. It's bad times. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and also, thank you so much if you rated and reviewed us on mm. Spotify. Molly tells me we've now got some of those. Yeah, we've got some good. ratings. Five star, which is always good. We'll be back next week where we will be discussing... And at this point, we always realise we haven't planned a <laughs> topic for next week. And we'll be back in a second once we've discussed. And we're back. So, B, <laughs> what are we going to discuss next week? We will be discussing pricing your work. So, if you have any questions that you'd like us to cover, please email them to outofinkpodcast at gmail.com. I sincerely hope you don't get eaten in your sleep by a rat. But if you do, I've really enjoyed making this podcast with you. <laughs> I will report back as to how far it burrows into our house. But uh, it's basically having trouble because they used to live in the house and we filled it full of expanding foam and I think it's trying to eat through the foam. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll give you an update next week. <laughs>